Good day, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Not Yet Mature. I'm super, super, super excited about today because today we will be looking at the dangers of a democratic or rather a too democratic structure in a company. So if you guys are ready, then I'm ready. And here we go. So what are the dangers of a too democratic structure? So let's paint the picture first, right? We we follow entrepreneurs on social media. We check, uh, you know, everything that they do. We read upon new news of companies. We idolize them. We find ourselves in a position thinking, oh my goodness, this company is, you know, such a good company to work for. You know, Forbes lists these companies as the best companies to work for, and then they can... They break it down to show the workplace, the environment, you know, people come with their dogs, people run on treadmills in the company, and uh, there's smoothie bars and snack bars. We've seen movies about it, talking about, you know, just off the bat, thinking about the internship uh, movie about Google, and just seeing the, yeah, the, the environment that people work on. And that's all great, don't get me wrong, I wish I could work for companies like this. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If you're recruiting, I might be interested. That will be great. But we, the thing is, we look at these companies and we think, oh my goodness, there's a trend that I perceive from that. And that trend is that everyone has a say. And then all of a sudden, you know, everyone gets together casually in front of board meetings and everyone delivers their opinions and input and things like that. They brainstorm and we give guidance and, and feedback or they give guidance and feedback out of their comfort zones or out of their industries or skill sets and everything. And boom, all of a sudden a new product is developed. That is a very vague picture that they paint. Of course, we don't understand the entire business model. I'm not saying it is or isn't their business model. And I'm not saying it's working or not working for them because obviously these companies are very successful and whatever they do clearly are working for them. But I want to speak about something that we perceive that is not necessarily the truth and the dangers thereof. And that's the dangers of having a two democratic structure in a company. You see, that is a trend that we think modern companies, we think marketplaces, we think scales, or sorry, not scales, um, startups and, and, and things like that, you know, that's how they do it. Everyone's got a say in everything. And that is not entirely the truth because we forget that each person has been appointed for a specific skill set. Now, previously I've done a, a, 
a podcast exactly on opinions and and input and really if you haven't listened to that maybe listen to that one as well because that really complements or explains a bit better for out without me having to waste your time and going through it in depth but something that you need to important uh, understand that is important think about it in your own life in your own company your own career that you are that you've been appointed first of all and everyone's there for a specific skill set it doesn't matter or doesn't mean that you don't have a say or anything like that in the company that's not what i'm talking about i talked about it in the podcast on on uh, input and feedback or well rather feedback meaning the difference between input and opinion but Talking about a specific skill set. So you, you might be in a position to constantly give feedback. That's usually when you sit around the table. That's what we see in these movies and documentaries. And when we read books, we just see everyone around the table. And everyone around that table is giving their feedback and opinion. So first of all, as I mentioned in that podcast, is you need to be careful to confuse input with opinion. It is very vital and important to understand your skill set. You need to understand what you know. What is your skill set? You need to understand your role. What have you been hired to do? Because maybe usually 99.99999, if not 100% of the time, you've been hired in your role that complements the skill set. You need to understand your risk. When you open up your mouth, what weight does that carry? When you carry out an action, what weight does that carry? What is the risk exposure that you personally are involved in? You need to understand your involvement. You need to understand your authority. Meaning, who can I give instructions to? For what can I give instructions to? What authority do I have in that position? And who gives me, you know, instructions from their authority on top of mine? And then in general, you need to understand your responsibility. What is expected from you and how would you carry that out? Your sense of responsibility. Now, if you understand your skill set, your role, your involvement, your authority, your responsibility, you know, when you were in school and you did mathematics, there were type of graphs and things that you do, you know, or maybe you just played around with your pencil and things like that. And you, you drew circles and you drew circles all over uh, another. I hope you can visualize it. And um, the more circles you draw, there's like a, um, a, a sweet spot where all of those circles match up. You know, that's uh, they use that graph. can't remember the graph name now. Maybe I'll insert it later. But they use that graph to explain to you how you can find the sweet spot in anything. So in a business, you would say, this is operations, but you will draw various circles on finances, sales, this, 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 this. And in the middle, it will just say business operations. That's where they all meet. That's the sweet spot of that um, evaluation or you know projection or whatever you're doing. So take this in your mind and understand, okay, let's draw a circle. Understanding your skill set. What is my skill set? Let's draw another circle, but on top of that one, or like it should overlap at least. Understanding your role. Then we draw another one, understanding your risk, understanding your environment, your or invo involvement rather, your authority and responsibility, and where they all overlap. That is what we call 
the sweet spot. Now the sweet spot, very important for you to actually map this out to understand this better, but the sweet spot should only be given input and instructions from those that has the same sweet spot. So if you are in a system that is demo uh, democratic in, in how they you know, vote or choose what direction they go through, that's fine. I'm not going against any democratic. Today's headline is not dangers of democratic stru structures. It's being the dangers of being too democratic, like too much. There's no lines. So what happens is we think we are all entitled to give opinions and feedback out of our sweet spot. We can just say what we want and, you know, we'll take it from there. But there's a danger in that because now all of a sudden you're just all over the park. But finding your own sweet spot understands, first of all, your division or your role or your personal life in your career. And you should understand that others will have the same sweet spot. Not necessarily in the same division. So this is kind of where it goes uh, different than the podcast on, uh, on opinion and feedback or opinion and, 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 and input, rather. Um, this kind of way comes differently because, you know, your circles that you draw might be from a management point of view. So your management point of view on a C-level might include you having various sectors of expertise that you need to give input to, and that's fine. But understanding how your circle, your circles, various circles, sweet, sweet spot looks like, and understanding that there's others in the structure, there should be others in the structure that kind of has the same sweet spot. Those are the ones that you can give your input to, where you carry weight. Those are the ones that can give input to you. Because if your sweet spot is only compliance related and all of a sudden you, we go to the legal team that's only legal, you know, there might be circles that, that overlap with one another. But understanding which sweet spots overlap with one another, that's where I open up my ears when people speak. Because when legal speaks and I'm in compliance, that means that surely there are a couple of things that I need to listen to or give input uh, towards. The same with with marketing, the same with sales. When they speak and I'm in compliance, there's certain things that I need to listen to and take, and there's certain influences that I need to give, but we sometimes think that it entails their entire division, and that's the danger zone. So when marketing speaks about compliance factors, yeah, surely I should listen and speak, but when they speak about advertisements and things like that that's or content creation that really you know in some forms might link to compliance but some not or sales versus marketing or, or doesn't matter I should understand that that's not my space to give input whether asked for or given it's not my space and and when they give it to me I should just listen to it for what it is an opinion and not an input or fact or uh, you know instruction so the sweet spot should be given input and instructions from those that has the same sweet spot. And you need to map that out. It can carry the influence of opinion and might change or move, meaning that sweet spot 
can be influenced or changed or moved or, you know, innovated or um, including more sweet spots. That's fine. That might happen. I'm not saying stay closed door, but especially as the company grow, that sweet spot might change a lot. But you need to truly understand that having that sweet spot of your circle of understandings and influences, that is where you give opinion to, that's where you give feedback to, that's where you give input to, and that's where you take it from. Don't vote or argue out of your sweet spot. Don't do it. That is a sign that you are too democratic. That is a sign that you carry, your voice carry weights on other people's work and so does their opinion on your work without them having the bigger picture or without the sweet spots, you know, aligning or complementing each other. That means you are taking advice from someone that has nothing to actually give you advice on or you are giving advice as a complete outsider that is irrelevant. That means you are too democratic. If I'm in a sales meeting or in, sorry, not a sales meeting, if I'm in a management meeting and all of a sudden they talk about, you know, how they're going to do the content creation of this physical, um, you know, artwork on this marketing thing that has got nothing to do with sales, that means I should say nothing. That means that even if I give an opinion, it shouldn't carry any weight other than just maybe assisting in a brainstorm but that doesn't mean that marketing doesn't need my assistance and my voice because there are certain things like how they deliver their product in my markets that I sell in is something that is a sweet spot in the circles that I should value input to so be careful to not be too democratic in thinking that everyone has got a say in what you do and you've got a say in everything that they do and how they do it and why they do it. You should show interest and give opinion, yes, but trust the expert to make the call. Be the expert in your sweet spot and recognize the other experts in the same sweet spot. So that you know where you can be democratic and vote and give arguments and change and give feedback and, you know, take it and get the feedback. and That's fine. Be democratic in that sense. It works for billion dollar companies. But don't be that person that's too democratic in thinking because I have a say in everything. I have a say in everything. Stay in your sweet spot. Recognize the other sweet spot, evaluate your sweet spot, and move and motivate and innovate within that circle. I'm excited for next week. Thank you for listening today. Uh, feel free to, yeah, to, to give us comments or have questions or anything. And uh, once again, thank you for joining Not Yet Mature. Have a good one. Cheers. Cheers.